Are you ready for the weekend yet? We have events, news, and a guest for you to enjoy this Lake Life weekend. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Lake Life Weekend Podcast. It's weekend eight coming up quickly here in February. And thank you for tuning in because we have a very special interview with Tripwire from Fargo. They are our main act at our upcoming season kickoff party for Lake Life on March 20th. So please come to the Civic Center in downtown Fargo. And it would seem that everyone in Lakes Country has heard of this band, Tripwire. But have you experienced what they can do on stage? These four guys share more than just a Lake-style origin. The Minnesota-based musicians Tripwire is a multi-instrumental group that plays with passion remaining one of the few full-time bands around and today we have here Brandon and Lars to talk about behind the scenes on how that works to be a full-time musician and having so many acts in the local area and actually uh, outside of the state so stay tuned for that thank you again for tuning in so regularly we are growing here in our third season for the Lake Life Weekend podcast and please go to our daily updated website lakelifeweekend.com send us an email to hello at lakelifeweekend.com for inspiration thoughts critique ideas uh, interview uh, proposals all kinds of stuff and we are in full swing going into print with our new magazine actually tomorrow and we are very excited to bring that to you uh, first week of March as well so please mark your calendars for that and also our Lake Life season kickoff party coming up with many 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 sponsors and many exhibitors but as a main act on stage Tripwire Live and we're actually expecting more than a thousand people to come we have a beer release party from the Fargo Brewing Company we have a um, food court with um, American classic hot dogs and authentic German food from Oma's Bread. They're gonna have like pretzel buns with schnitzels. And we also have our friend uh, from Windsor Waffle come with for desserts. So there's all kinds of things happening from a beanbag tournament to a disc golf challenge and all those kinds of things. March 20th, Friday, 5 p.m. till 11 p.m. all evening. Celebrate with us. And now I don't wanna keep this much longer from our interview with Tripwire. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in and have a great weekend ahead. Welcome to another episode of Lake Life Weekend Podcast. I'm here with Lars and Brandon from Tripwire. Hi guys. Hello. Hey. Only half of the gang, I should say, or the, mm -hmm. the good half. The band. Yeah. The good half. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy half. <laughs> Before we uh, speak about um, the band, um, how it started, uh, where you guys are actually from and who you are and what's all coming in the future, um, I was going to share how we met. Uh, we had an open air festival prepared for the city of Virgus um, last year in September and uh, you were one of the performing uh, bands and uh, I helped you or I don't know I didn't carry anything to the stage but I showed <laughs> you, you offered <laughs> I believe you offered plenty of time. I brought the water and uh, and things like that and yeah but uh, that's how we met and we're actually working on a little uh, kickoff 
party for Lake's country this upcoming March and uh, I was gonna take opportunity to meet with you and and give a little deep dive on who you are and where you're from to our audience so a perfect moment we yeah. spoke about that last year already even a little bit and finally we, we got together thanks for coming to Perm yeah thank you for having us yeah thanks for uh, yeah letting us be here yeah no it's fun um, it's the mobile home <laughs> yeah so we are not yeah, mobile really home but it's an interesting setup I like probably it. a different recording studio than when you it's record it's nice though yeah no I, I would pull this behind me <laughs> <laughs> we should do this on the road yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought about some program like that oh, yeah. too I can bring it to the guest like uh, maybe next year yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> but um, talking tripwire um, maybe um I also want to know about the name. I mean, I'm a foreigner and I understood Tripwire falling down and I think some of your uh, graphics are also tangled up. Uh, yeah, and wires. Uh, uh, wires, but yeah. so um, I'm not sure where to begin. Maybe actually, when was it founded? Were you guys the founding member? Like, when was Tripwire founded? How long have you guys been performing? Boy, it started back in 2004. Okay. Um, uh, neither of us are, quote, original members, I guess. Um, I've been with the band 10 years now. 10 years. And, you've been and you're Lars. I'm <laughs> Lars, yeah. Lars, I've been with the band for 10 years. Um, coming this June, it'll be 10 years. And Brandon, what? It's uh, four years this month. Okay. Yeah, so. four years ago this month. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. But Mark Arneson, our drummer, yeah. was is an original member, and he formed it with uh, another guy who, Bryce Smith was uh, the guy before Brandon, and they were in... Madrid, I believe they were over in Spain. Oh yeah, overseas in Spain there, and at a Hard Rock Cafe. And from what I've been told, uh, Bryce was talking to Mark and saying, "Hey, we need a drummer for our band." And I think it was kind of just a joke around thing. And Mark's like, "Well, I, you know, I played drums a little bit back in high school or whatever." And and uh, they came back to the states and formed Tripwire. So, in in Fargo? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, up in this yeah Fargo Moorhead area. Yeah, yeah because yeah, I think. Well, Mark went to Moorhead State just like I did, and I think yeah, Bryce did as well. So I think they kind of knew each other from well, it was a school trip they were on. So. Oh really? So, so okay, so Tripwire was formed over in Spain. A beer in Spain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. And yeah. they came back, and and that's how it went. Two thousand four. So Two thousand four. Yep, would be would be the year it started. So was that almost? Yeah, sixteen years. Like years. sixteen I was years. Seven. Ago. Yeah, yeah, Brandon was seven years old at the time. <laughs> so, he was in diapers. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself then as artist. So uh, maybe Brandon, um, you, you, what instrument or um, what sure. are you singing? Or I think everybody is singing a little bit. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about the, that detail. Yeah, I mean, we all like to say we play a little bit of everything, but obviously that's a bit of a, a stretch. So uh, Play I'm, everything poorly. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, mainly uh, I focus on uh, bass, keyboard, and vocals. Those are, like, the, yeah, the main things that I, like, personally care about and then do most in the band. But, you know, I could play a little guitar, a little drums, uh, glockenspiel. Yeah, glockenspiel. I love glockenspiel. <laughs> I genuinely do. <laughs> and how old are you? Uh, I'm 22. Okay. 22 and a half. 22 and a half. <laughs> and uh, are you guys, did you go to school? I like, um, I mean, music, I am, I collect instruments, but I don't, mm -hmm. I don't play any of them. Just like um, look at them? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I should try, but how do you get into music like that was it high school or did you go to college for music also so for me uh, I started playing music through my church when I was I think nine or ten okay 
and uh, started with a little keyboard, and then I ended up learning bass through the church because they did a lot of lessons. And this was also a really uh, big church down in the Twin Cities uh, that uh, they call it a mega church because it okay. sits, I guess, a lot of people. But the, the main point there is that they had a really big program for teaching people uh, how to learn instruments to like play in their band and stuff. So I got to I got to be involved with that for like all of my teenage life. Okay. And, uh, after that, uh, I actually only spent one year in high school, and I just uh, couldn't cut it with the schedule. So I <laughs> yeah, been, I know. It's uh, just like I just couldn't do the thing that literally everyone does. High school. You know, it's early, man. This is <laughs> this is early. I went to bed early for this. I know. That's true. <laughs> so you spent one year in high school, or one year of music in high school? Uh, just in high school period. <laughs> really? What? Yep. Yep, and then... Uh, tenth grade, right? Uh, I quit in tenth grade, yeah. so... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so I was 16, and... Is that uh, possible? Is it what? Yeah, it's possible. Okay, I, I think Germany it was, and now it's not, oh, okay. I think is what I've so, heard. So you became an artist right after the bat? Yeah, you know, or yes and no, like I was... call it that. Yeah, I'm like, if it's not art. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I was playing uh, definitely really seriously after that. I wasn't really making my own music. I was playing at the church a lot. Uh, and a couple other churches, and then um, when I was 18, I actually got a, a Facebook message from Tim just uh, asking me to audition for Tripwire because I had been in a smaller band that opened for uh, us, them, whatever, a yeah. few years before that. Okay. So. So you were like literally yeah, you should. gave you you devoted yourself to art to music at the age of 16. Yeah, and I mean, you're a professional musician. Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, I had been paid, so you can call it professional, I guess. You know, I was doing other jobs, too. But, uh, yeah, since I uh, since I joined Tripwire, at least, that's been all I do. Interesting, yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to be an art dealer, and mm -hmm. uh, I work with a lot of artists. Or I used to work with a lot of artists, uh, a lot of my friends. And, um, I mean, they're all true passionate, because we say the starving artist, as a figure of speaking, right. obviously, they... Mm -hmm love producing visuals or photos or art and you are a performing artist mm. so i totally understand why you did that i guess because that's what you do you every day. to go into it i yeah no i admire that um and so that's obviously just the beginning right. of a long career yeah well, you're I'm 22 hoping. and a half fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're I, done after tomorrow by the way so interesting um so you have four members mm -hmm. yep and um brandon Lars. Tim and Mark. Tim and Mark. Tim and Mark Arneson, yep. And tell us a little bit more about Lars. Who's ah, Lars? I sh who am I? <laughs> Just a troublemaker. Uh, well, actually, I got started playing music on guitar. That was my first... Well, I was I was young, too, and I was singing, too. Uh, my parents would have... Uh, my brother and I sing in church. Okay. Um, and so that's how it kind of started. At about six years old, I ended up playing... I got a little acoustic from my parents, and... Um, just learned on that for a little while and I kind of I didn't give it up but then I I, I moved to bass for a while because it's easier it's I'm only just, four <laughs> strings then no, I'm instead of, no, no. Uh, no I'm kidding it's totally not but oh. it was yeah but it was just I wanted to play bass for a while because my dad was a guitarist and my brother kind of leaned towards drums so you know we kind of formed a little group us, of us three in my family oh really so, yeah, so you're coming so, from a music music yeah family. I should say my dad did the same thing that I'm doing now when he was my age as well so he did the Fargo Moorhead scene in a band called Argus for many years he was in other ones too but uh, August yeah. Argus A-R-G-U-S yeah okay okay yeah and so um, basically that was like you know younger age and then I got to high school and I 
started a band called 710 Split with my buddy Brady and my brother Nils. And we played, and it was fun. It was a high school band, you know, your typical, well, we're not very good, but let's do it. And then I went to college for four years up at Moorhead State, and I didn't do anything with music hardly. I went for film, in fact. Oh, really? Making movies and stuff. Yeah. I was going to be a porno star. No. Producer. No, I was maybe going to move out to uh, to California, but as soon as I graduated college, uh, somehow, yeah, Tim had heard my name from uh, from a guy named Johnny Home. Johnny, well, the Johnny Home band from, you know, a lot of people know that Oh, yeah, band. yeah, I know they're the pretty, band. They're great. Uh, and so Johnny knew me because my dad and him knew each other back because they played together back when they were young, too. And... I joined Tripwire instead of going and doing film or movies. I just so they invited music. you, auditioned you also, yep, and yep, you joined them. One. But you haven't played for four years. I, well, that was just it. Yeah, uh, not really. I mean, I jammed on my acoustic. I would write here and there. Uh, I would try to get together with some people and jam. But I hadn't, I hadn't really actively been playing in a band for a while. It was just it was so random because I've always wanted to play music, just like Brandon. Um, uh, I just decided oh well maybe I should try to do you know the college career thing and I did it you know I graduated and all that stuff but music music found me again which is awesome I'm, I couldn't I wouldn't trade it you play for 10 years obviously that's proof yep. uh, um, that you enjoy it yeah exactly and I want to point out or I, I think you're doing this full-time that's all you do right mm -hmm. I mean you are a full-time band and that's what you live off yeah so the starving art but like you're actually making this your job yeah for members and I think you give was it 50 or 45 concerts a year? Boy, it's more than Every that. week. I yeah. think I had heard Tim estimate like 130. Yeah, it's something like... Oh, two, two a week on average. Sorry. Yes. Have, yeah, yeah, two a week yep. on average. Yep. And so, yeah, throughout the winter, it's, yeah, about, you know, your Friday, Saturdays. And then summer, it's... Can a little be, more, yeah. Can range from like Wednesday through Sunday even. So it's like... I mean, it's definitely a full-time yeah, job. Yeah, the summer really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't sleep much in the summer. No. When when lake life is going on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think you get a lot of time to rest because maybe sometimes, I assume, you have to practice too or, or you know, mm -hmm. get together and try sometimes. some new thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with the practice? Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know. We I don't, don't know. Boy, we hardly get time to practice because, you know, one of our members is in the cities. Um Yeah, tell a little bit of the other yeah, two. Yeah, I should. Do you want to talk? I guess I can or I, whatever. I've known him a little longer, but you can add in whatever you want. Um, yeah, you go ahead. Tim went to McNally Smith School for songwriting after high school. So he was in the cities for writing songs. Oh, yeah. And, and he played in a bunch of different bands, too, like Skywalker. And uh, he was in the Johnny Home Band for a while, actually. Um, I see. And then, uh, what is he in? I can't remember. Well, I, I I think he joined in 2008 or something. I think it was two uh, years. If it's if two years before me. I think it was two years after Mark. If oh, I so it was like 2006, right. maybe. Probably, seven. I think. One of those years, <laughs> six, seven, eight. I forgot to ask. I mean, you play the bass. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, I guess I I didn't speak instrument? on what I do. Yeah, you, you, you do. But do I you did. sing? I play guitar and sing. Just right. And uh, that's those are my main go-to's. Like Brandon said, I do a little bit of drums, a little bit of bass, a little bit of keys. But uh, yeah, it's so you're the lead singer, and the other ones just always sing a little bit. Well, I wouldn't know. We all split up vocals so much. Technically, Tim's the lead guy in the middle. Um, okay, sings but, maybe the most, but yeah, it's so split up between, definitely between Tim and I. Now with Brandon coming along too, he sings a 
bunch too. So it's okay. We, and, and so does Mark. I mean, we all sing leads. Um, uh, but yeah, Tim, I guess would be the front man in the middle. Um, and then he he plays just a bunch of instruments, as you probably saw too: violin, yeah. saxophone. Uh, yeah, I saw a trumpet even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mark's Mark's the main trumpet player. Okay. Uh, he, Mark Mark Arson is the drummer. Uh, he's the Tim dabbles with the trumpet, but I think he'll even tell you that <laughs> not his instrument. But right. yeah, he plays it about as well as I do. And I <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Uh, but no. Yeah. Mark's the. I think he even went to school to be. I, I mean, he's a music major. Mark is. Mark went to uh, Moorhead State. But I think music well, or, teaching major. If I'm right. Oh, was it? Right? A te- yeah, that, teaching major. I don't know for sure, but, but I think Tim, that's what he Trump, told me. Trumpet was his strong suit. But Tim for songwriting. I didn't See, even know that as a degree. So. I didn't either. It's crap. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I heard the school closed. No. <laughs> oh, no, it kidding. was a really nice school, though. I've actually yeah. visited there. Yeah. Okay. So songwriting. Um, yeah. Do you write your own songs? So Tim has a bunch of songs he's written. Um, you know, I think we all, I have like a little notebook, you know, of certain songs. I'm sure Brandon's dabbled working on it more in the last year or two. But yeah, yeah Tim has like, uh, you couldn't even count how many songs he's written. Um, and uh, Marcus maybe dabbled a little bit, but uh, yeah, Tim definitely that is one of the guys that writes most of the stuff. We don't have really, they had, before I joined the band, they had uh, original CD, but since I've joined the band, which has been, you know, like I said, it was 10, 10 years, years, we haven't really recorded um, any originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we did one, we did one, but. Uh, so you're actually a cover band. You would, what is that called? Yes. Yep. No, you're right. So you perf- you you entertain the crowds with you see yeah. a vibe and and you have a portfolio. I mean, how many hundreds of songs does a band actually perform? I mean, like I I can barely remember a poem. Uh, uh, um, like honestly, we don't remember a lot of which songs we do know. <laughs> like it'll be like Tim will call off a song and be like, oh, we haven't played that in like three months. Forgot that was a song. So, yeah. Well, it should be noted that we don't run a set list either. Also, you know yeah. how you have papers on, you know, by your right, feet right, right. that say what song you're. We don't have that. We really? Just, yeah, we just have songs in our heads, and you know, we, we even have hand signals for certain yeah. songs. You know, like and then you feel the yeah. And then you fear the crowd. Yeah. And then basically. you just say like, hey guys, I think, I think uh, I don't even know Prince, Purple Rain would be really right. cool yeah. right now. Yeah, that's exactly. How really, it works. that's how you work. And like mm-hmm. some nights, it's like, all right, we're not really a country band, but we have that in our portfolio so we'll you know if the crowd seems right we'll play more towards that or if you know yep. we know there are a lot of older people we'll try to pull out as much as that kind of stuff as we can but still try to keep a pretty strong variety hmm yeah so actually every performance is different than the one before mm-hmm. of course yeah I mean that's for the most I mean you we have some songs you know you're gonna hey what do we what do we start with and mm-hmm. then we mm-hmm. have a few staples maybe that we'll play after that sure, and then really yeah. go into it but yeah I mean it's all about, you know, we like, uh, the difference with us too is that we switch up instruments so much, you know, like Brandon will go to, you know, keys, so I'll have to play his bass and, you know, Mar- or Tim might go back to drums and Mark will come up on his trumpet or sing lead. So, like, we always have, you know, songs in our Rotating. heads, like, what would be easiest to call off right now so we can all switch and there's not a lot of downtime. You, you know? really just uh, uh, kind of, I mean... Okay, just for me as a consumer, right? I'm a music consumer, let's say, or I'm an, in the audience. And I probably don't even realize. And that's something that you learn also, I guess, when you speak on stage. And 
nobody really knows what to expect so you can almost say whatever you want because they didn't expect it and you're always stressed out by yourself so you're on stage you have four artists you're playing a song not knowing the following song and they kind of while you're playing you organize the next song I mean that's pr it's, I mean that's yeah, art that's, itself, yeah. yeah? Chaos. Wrote that's it. a fun way to. Write <laughs> that's why you trip wire. That's why you. That's why yeah, you wire trip. You're <laughs> like tripping trip over. <laughs> trip over. Yeah, and you. That's could, interesting. And to be honest, I don't really know where the name came from, and I've asked. Mark won't give me a straight answer. <laughs> I don't know. There's a theory. I don't even know if there's a. Yeah, there, we can just leave it. I want to say so. Like Bryce's sister meant like the original bass player. Right, his sister came up with it or something, or maybe. There was like I think there was a GI Joe with the name Tripwire. I have no clue either. I think yeah, you just leave run it with up it. to leave it up to anyone, mm -hmm. whoever, however you want to take it. No, but I think it's really but, interesting to to or like challenging actually, um, almost maybe even frightening for me to go like okay, I have to play and then somebody says hey let's play again. I just I don't even know that many names. Purple Rain and then all of a sudden okay, how does that even go? Yeah. But like, mm -hmm. can you just like is it that? I mean, sometimes I can sing along songs in the shower, right? I'm, I'm one of those shower singers, right. but I don't know the words, but once I hear it, I can s kind of sure. sing along. Mm -hmm. Is well, that how that goes? You were, you were kind of, you kind of mentioned um, like having to play and then thinking in your head like, well, what song would go next? It's funny because that is weird and it, it <clears throat> it's not hard to do, but it is. Like you're, you're subconsciously thinking, what song should we do next? I think we all are. Um, just thinking what would go over next so it's kind of you're like on autopilot just singing and just thinking oh man maybe we should do this song next i wonder if this song would go over you're multitasking and i don't even know how you do it it's not <laughs> well yeah like not we're, well. yeah you, with multitasking you have to kind of like take down the priority of every task yeah. you're doing no i'm i mean really exactly laughing. there's no priority yeah. Yeah. guitar solos can come second what yeah. song are we playing next but that is really fascinating so all of a sudden you kind of just give each other a look or I mean somebody usually is the lead somebody mm -hmm. makes the decision do you take turns like mm -hmm. who that, says the next song well, yeah well I'm Brandon I was right. gonna say that's, that's typically Tim uh, it's probably least often me because I'm the newest and I'm just like oh yeah I don't even that's a song we know I guess but uh, yeah like Lars will definitely throw in plenty too because he's up front with Tim and then Mark does too but uh, yeah Tim just seems to be usually the one calling him off because he's in the middle and he knows what we play I see okay <laughs> yeah yeah we all kind of speak or we all try to and there's times where it's like oh, maybe we should do this instead like we'll mm -hmm. have conflicting views of what and like oh no that's a good better idea for right now okay so it's cool when we have that because then it's like oh we all had different song ideas now which one go and okay then, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah definitely Tim is the one who we, we usually look at and see with the hand signals and whatnot, but okay. um, we kind of have a thing called a talk back mic where only we can hear it in our ears. Oh, you do? Um, yep, so we can kind of talk to each other too. Um, you know, Mark has a button that he can push on by his drums and we're just like, hey, this song might go next or okay. might be better. Ah. But, but yeah, with the hand signals too, it's kind of cool. I can't think of any right now off the top of my head. Yeah, I know there's like there's the devil where he does kind of a you know rock devil thing with his hand. Oh, his sure, yeah. Okay. And, uh, when we when I sing the middle, he yeah, just there's puts this me one. Off. <laughs> <laughs> and the middle finger. Yeah. And which one is that? The devil. The middle no. by Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Devil went down to Georgia. Is this? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, but we didn't touch uh, on Mark yet, other than he was one of the founding members. Then. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mark was uh, founding member, still going strong. Um, yeah. He. He's the drum. He's the drummer, and obviously the 
main trumpet player. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he lives in Fargo Moorhead too. Yeah, he Kinda, lives yeah. in Glendon, just oh, right outside. Yeah. yeah, and I should say too. Well, I guess we never said I'm I'm in Fargo. Mm-hmm. I'm in Fargo, and Brandon's Fargo. Tim's in Maple Grove in the cities area. Okay. And then yeah, Mark's in Glendon. Um, and then also I guess we should mention that not that this is super important, but I I would be considered the sound guy, if you will. We don't run a sound. We don't have a sound guy out front. So basically, what we do is I'll go out on an iPad, set everything. And then we go with it the rest of the show, and it's explain the technology part. I'm always curious because I'm really a, I don't know anything. So you have an i like technology is a wonderful thing. Sure. You have an yeah. iPad, and mm-hmm. that's where is it an equalizer or like you manage the technology so on a digital device? Basically, yeah, your digital device is now your soundboard. So all those faders and stuff I can run out front instead of being on stage with it. So our our soundboard's on stage still. But there's wireless, you know, connecting to me out front, so I can just change levels, you know, adjust certain things here. I'm not a sound guy. Let's put that on the record. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Everybody's but, uh, a little bit on, yeah. a little bit good on everything. Yeah, but exactly. You, you go up front, and then you 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 set it. Yep. Set it and forget it. That's basically <laughs> our our. Go- and forget we're, it till we, it squeals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until something goes wrong. But we're pretty good at adjusting, um, back and mm-hmm. forth. And then, huh. Mark is. Mark would be the main light guy. He's the one who programs the lights, runs the lights. So back on his drums, he has a keyboard, like an actual like light computer tri- keyboard. Mm-hmm. And he just changes all the lights with that. Okay. So. Yeah, so what's all the logistics? I mean, we have four artists. Um, we heard that we have a glockenspiel. We have um, <laughs> the drums. We have a trumpet. We have a saxophone. We have a bass. We have a guitar. Fiddle. Fiddle. Uh, oh, that's the violin. Yeah, vi- did violin. you say violin? I'm yeah, sorry. fiddle. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. I was zoning out. So seven instruments at least. A keyboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight. Guitar, if that counts, is something else. <laughs> okay. It's okay. A key- yeah. Yeah. Um, so nine. Yeah, at least nine kazoos. vocal. We gotta put kazoos <laughs> in there. <laughs> I have a slide uh, whistle. Did we say harmonica? No, no, and Tim actually does play harmonica. harmonica. Tim plays, yeah. Tim's so we a have, great harmonica player. Yeah. We have more than 10 instruments um, that need to be available, accessible. We have, um, obviously, sound check. We have the, I mean, that's what comes with you. Like, when you come, you bring the speaker, you have the sound system. Mm-hmm. Typically, yeah. You have the instruments, and then you have a lightning mm-hmm. setup, and you maintain that. You Like, I mean, that's a big job. You, you, you bring it in, you... Configurated, it definitely puts a lot, uh, a lot more hours onto our workday. Like if you know, just that given that we are self-contained, so yeah, we do all the speakers and the lights without a crew or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we show up to a show maybe three or four hours ahead of time, and uh, just make sure you know we unload our trailer, get everything set up and working. Mm-hmm. And we've just done it so many times that it, you know, we just are in a routine, mm-hmm. but Automatic. it just takes time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he said, we are self-contained, which is nice. I mean, not that you know. There's a lot of bands that aren't. You know, there's a lot of bands that just have what you'd consider backline, which is your guitars, your amplifiers, your drums, and maybe your microphones and stuff. And you go and you need the house sound or lights, like the venue you play yeah. has the speakers. They have the lights. Yeah. Um, but we have all of that, so we can do those shows. Like at one of you know, like at the Windbreak in Fargo or Shotgun Sally's in Fargo, they have uh, house sound and house lights. One, awesome. We don't have to load in our stuff. Yep, don't have to plug as, <laughs> yeah. as much in. <laughs> Not as much work. But it, but like with the open air, 
Um, you, you brought everything. Yeah, we, we brought our lights, brought our and sound. Set um, it up. Yeah, see, we can do those street dances. We can do, mm-hmm. you know, weddings. Mm-hmm. And the lights have gotten easier for us, too. Like, they used to be more of a thing where you'd have to plug in every light. And over the years, Mark has gotten it really simplified for us, mm-hmm. for me, because I have to plug a lot of it in. Yeah. But uh, essentially what we have now is just, like, six uh, trusses that are full of lights, and then each of those has a wireless unit inside of it. So we just have to give it power, essentially. Wow. And yeah, yeah, it's most of what we have to do. A few little things Wireless. here and there. Yeah. So it, okay. Yeah, it is weird concept that like the lights can go through the air just like anything else, <laughs> or like the power for yeah. it. It's just it not. To- yeah, fascinating. Should point out that Mark, the drummer, does a lot, a lot of work on that stuff. So like, like the lights, I'm saying, and a lot of behind the band stuff, behind the scenes stuff you don't see. Um, which is nice because he's, like I said, the original member. So we'll yeah. let him. We'll let him take all the stuff we don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> but he, you know, he spent so much time on the lights. So if Mark ever listens to this, props yeah. to him. No, there's a lot of components. That's what I tried to say. Besides the musical instruments and and the artist itself, it's all the logistics on the technology. And uh, I mean, an iPad is helpful. Um, but even reading into I mean, Wi-Fi connected lights, that's new. Mm-hmm. You have to stay up to date, but you also have to purchase, I guess, mm-hmm. new equipment. So, I mean, it cannot be cheap to, because yeah. you have a lot of assets. I mean, like it's like, like a little factory making pizzas. You need a line, you need an mm-hmm. oven, you need a packaging machine. Like you have so many, you have vehicle, you have trailer, you have all the instruments. I mean, it's thousands of dollars yeah of investment mm-hmm. we do have to yeah we we're always like I, I don't know what the chunk is but there's a certain chunk of everything that we make that just goes straight into that and to yeah. maintain and right. to update oh, yeah. yep As a, yeah excuse me gotta no not that you we have the fanciest things but you know we try to stay up on the you know mm-hmm. as much current stuff as possible or keep you know yeah like our light system is uh like two months old now yeah we just got a new light system so it's okay yeah what was it's your better Christmas than presents. better than what we had in yeah. at the, in september at the <laughs> open air thing. oh it is cool so uh, what kind of events do you play i mean most people see you i don't even know where most people see you i guess at bars or like how is it from go from smallest to largest what is your experience maybe maybe I don't know. Wedding probably dances? sororities and stag parties, <laughs> <laughs> swinger parties. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a small stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it can range from. If you can, you want to talk about it, you can. I mean, you know, we're talking. You know, the smaller stuff can be anywhere from like you know just some smaller bars on a quieter night, or you know we've done. You know, it's like a bigger logistically. I guess like we've done a. Um, uh, like a house party for a, a fair, like a you know well-off dude who just wanted us to come play his party, and you know it was like smaller because it's in a house, but it was also a know, large, just, yeah. It was like a, you know a, a somewhat you know. That's a private yeah. invitation. Yeah, like a, a good, mean, a good big. Yeah, he took us out on his trails and stuff. So that one's almost like a little yeah, that was know, fun event for us. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, the bar shows. I mean, you know, everyone, it's. It's not like littlest to biggest, but I mean, if you want to count like a big show, you know, it's like we can open for, you know, certain acts, like national acts. Do um, you? Yeah, we've done that before. A few um, times, yeah. So where do you all play? You play nationwide? 
I wouldn't know. I'd say upper Midwest. Now, okay. that being said, if we got a really, you know, a reasonable uh, offer from somewhere else, we'd yeah, be happy to. It's not like we, we're not going to drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, but upper Midwest, so you play in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin? Or yeah, what's I, can, your reach? I can try Football. to name the states we've done. Yeah. Uh, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, we have done Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Kansas. Yep. Arizona. We almost, we almost did an Arizona almost. show. That's funny you say that. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like high on the books, and then something fell through with the guy booking it, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So you travel quite yeah, some distance. Yeah. yeah. A lot of time in the, a lot of time in a band van with the, yeah. uh, three other dudes. Huh. And I was, well, and I lived in the Twin Cities up until uh, this past October, so I used to drive four hours to most shows in, like, the Fargo area, which, oh, you sure. know, is kind of where we're based. Yeah. So it's it's I'm happy to not be driving as much as I used to. How do yeah, how do, how is a life as a musician like that working? I mean, I think you have like yeah, how does who helps you? You have a manager? We do have or an booking agent. agent. We call him an agent cuz it makes us sound better. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he so, is a booking agency. It's the Bitzer agency in Moorhead. Yeah, Moorhead. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I spoke to him actually Gary? over the phone. Yeah. Um, couple months back and and get and to get in touch with you um so he is a dinosaur too right i mean Mm -hmm. he has been yeah he's been doing i mean he was in the scene too playing um for years and now him and there's a there's plenty of people that work at the agency but they place you also do they just wait i mean are they in sales are they also reaching out how how active is an agent like that should they also try to place you in madison say hey gotta get you on the road is there a strategy like how can we grow Tripwire? Because you're obviously a brand. I mean, right. t- 2004, two founding members, one remaining, Mark, and then new talent. I mean, we got, mm-hmm. I don't know, I assume Mark is 38, 42? Yeah, he's yeah, right around that. I think he's 38. But Yeah, okay, you see? Yeah, and, nailed and it. Brandon is 22 and a half, we yep. learned. <laughs> so not quite half the age, but that's interesting. Yeah? First of all, you probably connect, maybe you push Mark's like, hey, we need to be on Instagram. Huh? We need to I, I d- do some I TikTok to do videos. Like I don't that, know. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm 41 and uh, I have help uh, in the millennial uh, generation mm-hmm. to. Ex- I don't even do TikTok. I mean, I don't know if we'll have a I weekend. Bet does your son help you with that kind of stuff? No, he doesn't like that stuff. Yeah, I'm right. actually glad. He doesn't yeah, like that. I don't that blame stuff. him. No, I've, I've been on TikTok. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know anything about it. But, but would there not be the responsibility of an agent to say, hey, we gotta, we gotta grow you. Is there a strategy? I mean, yes where are you with twenty years? Like yes and no. Like you know, maybe that would be, maybe that would be more of a manager than an agent. It's you know, depending on who you'd ask, I mm. guess. I think you know, right now we're in kind of uh, like a place where we're you know, like the market is shrinking a little bit, so we're trying to you know just stay you know a big, a bigish presence around here mm-hmm. with it you know trying to stay original. Do you find that a little bit more? So the market is shrinking, meaning there's less live. There's definitely an ebb and flow with live music. Okay. Uh, and what I think he's saying is that it's maybe in a little bit of a smaller. Yeah, not to say it's going. Anywhere. No, it's not going away, and it's not. It's oh. it's. I don't know. It's just. I mean, when you're when you do it for a living, you notice it more than any you know typical mm-hmm. person or sure. consumer, I guess, of it going out. Um, but yeah, when you see. But you know we're staying steady, and that's awesome. Yeah, very mm-hmm. fortunate for that. 
But at the same time, yeah, we're, we do always talk about, like, what the next thing could be, and, you know, we try to figure things like that out. Sometimes the changes are smaller, and we ride them for a while, like adding trampolines. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I, um, I think it's I've just heard fun. that. Oh, it's I just saw. fun for us. That, that Did we have trampolines at the I, show in Vegas? I think you did, because that rings a bell. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm sure we had them with. I know that. I just don't know if the stage was deep enough for us mm. to have them. So I guess, like, we do a lot to change. Like, we try to keep our stage show fresh. But, you know, as far as, like, bigger things, we definitely think about it and talk about it. But, it you know, it's getting to be time for a bigger move. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we always got to be thinking, you know, you know, what can you do next? But speak well, as you were talking about with the agency... His, their job is mainly to get us shows, keep us working. Um, they field all the calls. They deal with all the, you know, contracts and stuff. So we get to keep that out of it, which is awesome yeah. because we can just perform. Correct. You know, we don't have to deal with. Don't have to oh, haggle. Yeah, like oh, what are we getting paid for this? It's just uh, it, we don't have to worry about that, and they do a great job. Yeah. Uh, Gary and his daughter Sarah, they they work for us. We work for them. It's great. Yeah. It's, so that's, that's I understand. That's an agent. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, yep. Strategy maybe would be either one lead or like a more management. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and maybe it's like a, kind of by my mental definition at least. But you know. Yeah. Makes right. Sense. Right. We kind of manage. We try to manage ourselves. That's too. true. Like all like, the social media and stuff is us and not like our manager or anything or agent or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for 2020, which is just just starting, is there like a? Can you give us some highlights? Is there like something like a? some tour dates or are you very happy excited to play I don't know you have you heard of rock on rock on ring in Germany in Nuremberg rock on ring is like a huge rock festival I mean I think it's the largest in Germany but like is there a big festival where you are invited to or is there something coming up which just excites you this year 2012 we're firing Brandon yeah, yeah, thank God. He doesn't. Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, what? He doesn't know that yet. No. Okay. Um, the press release tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I was not supposed to mention that yet. <laughs> like, thanks for being here. Uh, shows. I mean, we're doing, I think we're doing the winter show here in Valley City, and we're opening for Jared Neiman, I believe. Okay. I heard Diamond Rio right away, but I believe it's Jared Neiman. And then, um, I don't know, summer. Are there any shows that stick out to you? I mean, I have a few, but I mean, I'm just thinking like, you know, that well, Sturgis is always a, a oh, you a go highlight. to Sturgis, it's yeah, stupid fun. <laughs> it really is. I yeah. heard it's, it's the motorcycle yeah. event, yeah. right? Yeah. I yeah. heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of it, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Are you <laughs> bikers then, or just, uh, just I, ride? I ride motorcycle, but I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't okay. ever ride out there or anything. I've used an electric scooter. Electric scooter. So Sturgis is on the road. Map, uh, yeah. Valley City, of course, mm-hmm. Fargo, Moorhead. Oh, I guess I'm just saying, I just said the Valley City Winter Show because we've never played it before. It's kind of a big thing. Sure. Uh, and so it'll be fun. But um, we're. I feel like just random street dances can really end up being the highlight. Like when you're not fun. expecting it and then it's like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Some of those small town street dances are just. And the crowd connects and yeah. you just have. Everybody's just, just loose and celebrating. And like you, especially if you get there in the middle of the day and it's just like. A, you know, kind of empty looking small town, and then suddenly the streets. Yeah, like where do these bold. people? I think we're doing Potato Days again at Barnesville. This oh yeah, Barnesville. That's where uh, I went to high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Barnesville. For yeah, purple there. and yellow. Is that yeah. your colors? 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Trojans. But, yeah, Trojans. Don't think go. Of the, yeah, I always thought of the condoms too. Yeah. I mean, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I would too. <laughs> they made so, a name for this. <laughs> well, you already mentioned swinger clubs and all that. Oh, kind yeah, of we can throw all that in there. Yeah. So I've used Trojans. Trojan condoms before. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give them a plug. I get paid. No. <laughs> And yeah, we're looking always for sponsors here on this yeah. program, <laughs> and I think throw up condoms at shows, <laughs> tripwire condoms. So yeah, what is stuff like that? Like so, uh, you mentioned some street dances, um, things. I want to know the smallest audience. You said private, probably let's say 50 people. Yeah. What's the largest crowd you have been ever performing in front of? Seventy thousand. No, I don't. Think. <laughs> uh, it's hard to really count because some. It's just like you know, it's a big one when it's a sea of faces. And you just can't really s see much other than that. You think a thousand or oh more 5, than that 000? probably. Oh I really? Mean, well, because when you do big shows like you know, Rib Fest or uh, oh sure, you know like w those big ones where you get to open for people. There's a lot. When it's just a a street a street dance, I don't know really. I mean, a thousand would be a nice number, yeah. Well, no, definitely not. I'm not trying to say we play all these huge shows. I'm just I'm trying to think, but. Think, would be awesome. Trying to think of ones that we got like good like crowd pictures, being like, "Wow, this this impressed us." Yeah, like Albert Bell one year I think was good. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. A couple From thousand two. would be yeah. would be great. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, sometimes those small town shows, you just you're like, where the heck did they come from? And that, yeah. Just, they're fun. They are fun. So how big is your audience? Like, do you do you have active? fans or like do they follow you do, do they contact you mm. on social or like do you do you see people wearing shirts of yours uh, or do you hand out a gimmick like uh, condoms or uh, well <laughs> we should <laughs> group, I mean like yeah. less weddings yeah <laughs> are we talking fans or groupies because they're about the same I'm just kidding <laughs> I ha interesting yeah no, I'm kidding. no no um fans yeah, are, we have an okay Facebook presence yeah our Facebook is um, anyone listen go like us on Facebook yeah yes. tripwire trip Fargo on all the social <laughs> medias Instagram Snapchat <laughs> Tinder I'm just kidding there's no Tinder it's Friday <laughs> <That's good. laughs> um, yeah uh, how are they like do they come regularly yeah we have uh, a do few we have a few close friends that come to almost all our shows sure mm -hmm. sure you know that's rare but it's pretty cool mm -hmm. and then when you you know you have your ones you see you know if you go play a certain town, you're gonna see them because mm -hmm. they're like happy you came to that area. Sure. Yeah, like if we go down to like Okaboji, Iowa, it's one place that we've kind of uh, frequented, and uh, we just have a, a group of people that'll come see us there. Really? It's weird. It's like our home away from home. Really? Like it's, our, it's like you know, Fargo's our biggest fan base. Sure. Okaboji might be second. Might be. Yeah. And it's like why huh. is this random town? And, but you know, still so the lakes area, which you you know obviously right. know plenty about. Now you tour a lot here. Oh, you're yeah. present. I yeah. mean, you play at Billy's Corner Bar. You play in Vegas. Uh, where do you all play in Lakes Country? Usually? So I was going to bring this up when you asked about shows, fun shows coming up. I don't know the exact details on this, but February 15th, we're playing out on Lake Lida. Oh, you are? We are going to be out on the lake. I, I, I'm at the Lida Bar thing? I, it's not like, because that's called the Ice Hole, right? That I think little, so, yes. Uh, whatever. It's going to be under a tent. It's going to be out there. We're going to be on the lake. But I, I don't know the exact name of the event right now. I wish I did because uh, just go to Lake Light if you're listening uh, on February 15th. You'll find us. Listen so to the that, music. So that must be a new event coming up then. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be yeah, less than a month away. 
yeah. I didn't know about it. Yeah, Brandon <laughs> doesn't know a lot about things. I, I look at the schedule and be like, oh, that's some stuff, but it doesn't really click for me till like the week or two before that I it's like, all right, better. But go that's there. new. Okay. That's yeah. So new... that's the lakes area. I, I wanted to bring that up because yeah, first of all, we love playing in this area. It's the good it's, fans. Well, it's just party. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lake people like to party. Obviously, the summer is a little more fun than the winter, but. You all grew up by the lake, on the lake. Do your family have, do you have access to a lake life uh, in a cabin-wise? Uh, when I grew up, Brandon, you can speak too, because you grew up in the city, so I don't know if you did. I grew up in the cities, but I did. my parents, for a lot of my, especially earlier life, had a cabin on a lake in Wisconsin. Mm. So I, I did do that a bit. I, I was pretty indoorsy at that time, though. Now I would actually probably appreciate it more. Mm. But uh, yeah, we had a cabin, and then uh, for a while we had a, we, switched that out for uh, a condo at a ski place mm. so uh, you know it was uh, up near Duluth kind of oh yeah yeah so definitely outdoorsy active whether it was getting there summer now. water or well I mean skiing or summer mm -hmm. yeah where did you spend your summers I so I grew, up, I grew up in the country in rural Minnesota which I actually live next to a lake or a river technically but it's a huge um, part of it's the lake and uh, but I'd always go to a lake in Battle Lake Minnesota and yeah. I spent with my buddy there I spent almost every summer there wakeboarding and skiing and I love it yeah I love it yeah. I in fact weirdly enough when I was asked to join Tripwire that was a big concern for me was that I wouldn't be able to do that stuff anymore <laughs> and it's pretty true <laughs> like because all you know yeah i would go there friday saturday we spend the whole weekend out on the lake yeah. well now i spend the whole weekend in a van and playing bar but don't get me wrong <laughs> yeah love it yeah it's yeah. awesome but i still find time to wakeboard and stuff when i can but i was gonna say your your sunday is monday Ex well that's just it and you know who does who wants like if you have monday through thursday to be out on the lake when no one's there perfect yeah 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 i wish it We will find out the event uh, yeah. where you are in. I'm trying to. Uh, I was just looking at it there, but. Yeah. No, I think there was a, a lot of tripwire. I'm I'm excited to see the future. Join for more events, and then again, we will have you and Fargo for our Lake Life season kickoff party. That is actually March 20th in downtown Fargo at the Civic Center, and you are on stage from eight, and then. I was actually going to talk about a playlist with you, but maybe you don't yeah, do this. <laughs> no, not now. Oh. No, no. I was just actually. I thought this is how this works, but you know, I don't want to change the rules. And if the artists are that way, so well, I mean, we, we, we always can, take requests. Yeah, so if there's I mean, ah. yeah, we do a lot of requests. So. Yeah, no, we. I think I was hoping to. I don't even know what that meant, uh, like lake lifestyle. But sure. you will figure out like, a nice program that leads us into summer moods, and that's that was the idea to play the audience whoever is there and, uh, and and dive into cabin fever get the winter past and it's actually a free event uh, due to our sponsors so people can just come and attend we have Fargo Brewing Company there with like a summer beer release party some beanbag and then you guys are you gonna so bring any authentic German food like the open air thing I actually we'll talk to Oma's bread again that's uh, worth coming on the 20th of March yeah. 22nd or 20th 20th Friday the 20th yeah 20th. that was good food wasn't it oh so good <laughs> oh it was so good <laughs> I'm glad yeah. yeah yeah very cool well if we didn't forget anything I'm trying to think did we do we cover all the bases I, I mean probably did I mean I think so it was a pleasure to meet yeah. two or four and then 
hear about Mark and Tim and we will see all of you on stage soon. Thank you and uh, have a good weekend ahead. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Dirk. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, this was already our uh, newest episode of the Lake Life Weekend podcast. We sure hope you enjoyed it. Uh, tune in again next week with another great guest and updates. Always check out our website, uh, lakelifeweekend.com. And if you have some comments, please feel free to email us at hello at lakelifeweekend.com. And uh, you have a wonderful weekend ahead. Uh-huh.